Welcome to the Unbreakable Mindset Podcast, your burst of weekly inspiration to keep your mindset on track to manifest your greatest desires. I am Jude Don't, your host, a world-renowned mindset coach, helping my clients and now you, the listener, to break free of the mental struggle, find contentment, meaning and purpose in your life. Welcome back everyone, just wondering how you are all feeling. I still feel like I'm on a treadmill, that I need to slow down. Coming back off holiday, um, catching up with clients, then having the little one start school. Um, Various things that I've got launching in my business um, that I decided... um, in my head to go oh I'll do that when I come back from holiday I'll do that when I come back from holiday and now I have so much to do and I feel great like don't get us wrong there's nothing that's getting us down but it does feel like I'm just I'm on a treadmill and I'm not getting ahead of myself and then obviously the 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 news end of last week where the queen sadly passed whether you're a royalist or not, it does make you, kind of makes you stop and think in the moment, doesn't it? Because you know that in five years, ten years, you'll remember what was happening on the day you found out. It's kind of one of those moments, isn't it? And for me, that day, that morning, it was, it was Nico's first day at school and I was incredibly sad I was incredibly anxious and I felt like a little boiling pot of emotions now I have to say he was absolutely fine and he wouldn't have I was very good at masking it um although my husband definitely felt it bless him yeah he was totally fine like not bothered like I'd made shared prepped him well enough that it was just like and it wasn't a big deal but it was a big deal in that sense of like you're gonna make some new friends and oh my god, like, I wonder what you're gonna have for lunch, and like, I did, I did my coaching techniques, I did everything I could, but inside, I wanted to cry my eyes out, and I was thinking, why do I feel so bad, and I think there was two big things, one, having still loads on, probably a bit of overwhelm, let's just say that, bit of overwhelm, lots on my list, but, um, yeah, we took photographs of them, um, as you do on their first day of school and you send them round to the family and it was just, yeah, it felt evident that there was a gap that I didn't have my mum to send the picture to. So that was tough, really tough and I don't think I was expecting it so I think that was really tricky on his first day. I guess because I can mark it the same way, you know, my daughter had her first day at school Um a good 10 years, 11 years before that. So I, I kind of compared that in a sense of like remembering her first day and, you know, sending pictures. My mum would have got the picture because she was around then. Um, and, and it was hard. It was hard. And then to come home and, and the news was obviously that the Queen had passed. It was um, it was a very, very strange day. Um, yeah, very, very strange. So... Where does that lead us to? This is definitely not going to be a morbid one, I promise. Yeah, where does that lead us to? I'm just, like everyone else, I think this is what September does to us. Yeah, 
we come back off holidays, everything is back to normal, whether you have children or not. September is like almost like a January where it's a bit of a reset and you'll either feel great about that reset or you'll feel overwhelmed or you'll feel like, oh, really? This again? I just, yeah, September is, is a strange one for that. It's a bit of a, a, a almost a, a, a moment, I think, where we have a bit of like a pause, a reflection. Are we making the most out of the rest of the year? So I'm going to let you pause and reflect on that as well, just to think about, you know, if you've been feeling a little bit agitated, then maybe that's why. Maybe you just need a reset, a refocus, or you need to just get ahead of yourself. And if it's a reset and a refocus, then just ask yourself, what do you want out of the rest of the year? What's not working that you want to change? What do you want to overcome that you're still struggling with? So that was just a lovely little reflection for the start of September, even though we're second weekend because it's just been like a whirlwind. Um, And this episode, what I've decided to do is just make it all about the questions that I've had for the podcast from listeners that I wanted to get around answering. So this one from Sarah in the Northeast, a question is, I've had coaching and therapy, but I still have a lot of work to do on self-worth. It's something that I really struggle with and I find it difficult to switch off that chatterbox in my brain. It's not that I don't believe I deserve good things to happen to me, but in areas such as relationships, I feel like I settle because it's all I can get. What can I do to help shift my mindset when it comes to self-worth? And what mental exercises can I do to start believing that I am worthy of more? Okay, so two parts to this. One, get really clear on the relationship that you do want, first of all. What are the personality traits of the person? What type of relationship do you want? Like really exploit and go deep on Um. I don't know what you would do on the weekend, like really get visual with it so that you can start to get excited about a relationship rather than fearful. That's one thing that I would definitely do. The self-worth part, it's a huge thing that I work on with clients and to be honest with you, it's normally towards the end of the coaching program that I do self-worth because we need to kind of work on anything that's kind of like come up, whether it's things in the timeline, limiting beliefs. And confidence is like that last piece of the puzzle that I do once we've done all of the ugly stuff. When it comes to self-worth, the best thing that you can do is to start by making a list of all the things that you do or any personality traits that are positive and like list them all this is definitely the work that I get clients to do list them all on a bit of paper all your personality traits that are positive okay because this is the anchor this is the thing that other people will see in you all of that good stuff yeah And then be really honest with yourself. What are personality traits that you don't like about yourself? Okay. And what are the personality traits that you wish to adopt? And the last two are important because we always have growth work to do. There's always something we can do on ourselves. And when we're doing that core bit of growth work, we sit in 
alignment for where we want to go we don't have that chatterbox because we're actively working on it it's like it's like if you were getting annoyed um that you weren't your target weight but you weren't doing anything about it then you know that that would just be on repeat versus how good you feel after a gym session that's kind of like where where I get where I'd want you to be with this bit of work it's like you're actively working on on some of the bits that you don't like about yourself but actually as an overall you know your worth and you know your value so think about that think about what you bring to a room yeah so and, and what I mean by that what do you bring to a room what personality traits do you actively bring so are you empathetic are you a good listener are you a good talker are you somebody who um is thoughtful like what are the things that if your friends were able to list your top 10 things that you do really well what would they say about you but look at that in all areas of your life so whether that's with family whether that's with children whether that's at work like what are your positive personality traits and again as I say keep that as an anchor to come back to so you can remember what your worth is and what your value is and what you bring to a room and then look at what are the bits that you don't like and this isn't like the story in your head like really get deep on this what are the bits that you don't like about yourself so if I give you an example of this so personality traits that my clients might say about themselves that are negative is that they are um, impulsive or procrastinating or obsessive or nervous hesitant careless um so so they sound quite harsh as personality traits and what I tend to do with those is that I would go a bit deeper and question them first of all to make sure that's definitely something they believe about themselves rather than what someone might have said about them because in the heat of a moment you might have had an argue with a with an ex-partner or or someone said something cruel to you and it's stuck is that true or is that someone else's opinion um, who is no longer in your life so so definitely go deep and question that and then be really honest with yourself about what are the personality traits you feel are negative and how do they show up and what can you actively start doing to correct it okay then I want you to think about personality traits you would love to adopt so that could be to be more organized and to be more balanced to be more lovable to be more sociable to be more brave and again these are some of the ones that my clients have picked that I've just thrown in the mix there so think about what personality traits would you love to adopt and think about how that would make you show up differently so if you were somebody who was more I don't know courageous say for example what does that look like at work what does that look like in your personal life if you were someone who was more um creative what does that look like is that being creative with a project at work what would that need from you if you were going to adopt that trait and again when we go into the detail rather than it just being this emotional story negative thing that we tell ourselves when we get into the detail 
we start to see facts because do you know what we all have negative personality traits we all have traits we'd love to adopt but we also have amazing personality traits that we kind of just push to one side because we forget that that's what we actually bring to a room those other bits the traits that you want to adopt and the traits that you um feel are negative are probably ones that people actually don't see that you just know are in your head in a sense of like I don't know it's a it's a bad little thing that you tell yourself or it's some kind of like inner self-critic whatever it is that you can actively work on so hopefully that helps um I'm trying to think about what the original question was it was around self-worth and it was around what you actually believe that you are that you want to start believing that you're worthy of more okay so that that last little piece believing that you are worthy of more I guess that's a that's a big piece in terms of going back to to discover why don't you think you are you don't going back to why what do you think you do deserve versus what you actually give out as well so start questioning that because you know, we like to, the ideal is, is that we'll get like for like and that whatever we give out, we'll get back as well. So start thinking about what you give to a relationship and what you would like back and starting to correct that pattern. Now, this next one, there's quite a few questions. I think that's why it took me so long to reply to this one, although it was only August that um, that this was sent through. Now, I don't have the name of this person, but they will know who they are. They are, from what I can see on their Instagram profile, they are a drama club teacher, so based in Stockport. So if that's you, then know that I am answering your question you'd put down, do you have a life coach or mentor? What are your results? So how I got into coaching was because I'd had coaching myself when I was really young. So like mid twenties. And if you go right back to like, I don't know, episode one or two that I've done, I'm not going to repeat my story because everyone will be sick of hearing it. But that, that was how I became a coach was because I'd had coaching and I knew the massive benefits of it. Um, in terms of mentoring, I've had various business mentors throughout my time as a as having a business and being a coach. And then the next questions were, which money course did you do? What were your results? Which techniques did you like the best? Now, I haven't done any money courses. I've read books, lots of books. What else have I done? I did work with a coach. Um, it was a business coach and one thing we did look at was a little bit around my limited beliefs around money and where it was sabotaging now what I would say is is that when it comes to limiting beliefs around either money or relationships or anything where you know you are not attracting what you want in First of all, it's good to know where they came from. So mine's really obvious, right? Like not growing up with money, that's one. And then not feeling like I was smart enough at school, that's two. So not feeling smart enough, then accumulated as I didn't think I'd ever earn very much. I didn't think I'd have a good job. So there was a big story that came before. Now I've corrected a lot of that 
through my own work um, and questioning the story that I told myself. So I've not needed to do that with a coach because I'm already well aware of where my limiting beliefs come from. Now, in terms of how does that show up with with money mindset, because I think I've been quite honest on this podcast in terms of that's the one thing that still comes back for me. It's just correcting it. It's correcting that negative belief because even when, and if you follow me on Instagram, you'll see that I ticked a big thing off my vision board a few weeks ago, which was my one of my dream cars that I'm now driving around in and I've had real imposter syndrome since I got it and like a fear of oh my god what happens if now that I've got this really expensive car which is ridiculous however like want to be honest with you guys that that has come up for me and I'm doing work through that but again it's that it's that growth work it's like every level of success requires a new mindset. I will never be done with working on my mindset, but what I have to do is do that work on how does it show up? What am I doing about it? What actions am I taking because of it? And what do I need to do in spite of it? I just pause there because that's really powerful, isn't it? It's like, it's the awareness of the thought because I know I don't want to believe it. I know I don't want to go to that place because it's not who I am anymore. But I'm naturally going to be triggered by things because we're all triggered by something and our triggers are different for everybody. But just knowing what you need is a coping mechanism to overcome that trigger. And that could be, for I, I couldn't give you um, a specific on that because for every client it's different for every person it's different whatever their triggers are and whatever their coping mechanisms need to be it is very very specific but I can say wholeheartedly I still do that work on myself because it is so powerful once you've done it with a coach and then you continue to do it on yourself you coach yourself and that's why I always say it to my clients like I don't ever want to oversell my coaching I do a coaching program that's 12 sessions because not only am I getting you out of that mindset struggle, but I'm also teaching you how to coach yourself and that's what an amazing coach should do. It should never be that you're seeing somebody for a long length of time. It should be actually that you've worked through that stuff and you can come back to that work again and again and you can do that work on yourself from such a gentle place. And that, that is what I'm doing now is I'm doing that work from a gentle place. I'm not beating myself up. I'm starting to observe the, the conversations that are going on in my head and what do I need to do to overcome it? What do I need to do to question it? What facts prove that my thoughts are true and what facts disprove them? And then again, I'm going back to what is the outcome that I want? And I do all that work all the time because that, those are tools of gold right there that I have always done on myself that I'll continue to do as certain things trigger me because I need those coping mechanisms those coping mechanisms I will use for life yeah and I've got ones that you know I that helped me overcome my procrastination that helped me overcome overwhelm that helped me 
overcome worrying what people think. Now they are just habitual now. I do those all the time. It's not even a thing. I don't even think about it. It's just normal. So that's who I am now. But the money mindset one was a later one that kind of came in. So I'll keep doing the work until I have completely changed that mindset and then it might be that something else gets triggered in the future and I won't know what that is until it happens but what I won't do is beat myself up with a stick about it I'll figure out what the solution is so what was the next question there were so many on here which technique did you like the best again I don't know if there are specific techniques it's it's the work that I do with the unbreakable mindset work which is kind of an accumulation of some of the stuff that I've just said there is your partner into self-improvement or manifestation yes he is absolutely um and if I find a good book I'm like oh my god you've got to read this and yeah he's always up for it remember he when I first met him he had a copy of the secret in his glove compartment of his van (laughs) we were on the same lines we were on the same page and what happens when you are leveling leveling up and your partner is either staying the same or on a downward spiral that's a tricky one I think because it totally depends on the person you are with and knowing what support you need to give them so if my partner is struggling with something I guess um it depends on it's knowing when somebody wants to talk and when they don't okay like I can't coach anyone that doesn't want to be coached So I find it much easier to coach my clients because they are actively showing up and they want to change their thought pattern. Now, if you're stuck in that spiral and you can't get out of it, somebody who's trying to help you, you might see them as a hindrance. So I guess you've got to see what what works and what doesn't work. If they're getting frustrated by you, then I would say step back and just keep working on your energy and your up-leveling. And they'll either follow through or they won't. You can make suggestions of, you know, do you think you need to speak to someone about it? Like, where, what other help can you get? Because, you know, I, I definitely can't coach <laughs> my child. Like, my teenager would is not able to be coached because she doesn't want to hear it from her mom. But she can hear it from other people. So it totally depends on whether they're willing to listen. If they want to hear it, then absolutely you can help them. But we're not always willing to hear it. Like my partner will sometimes, my, I keep calling my partner and that's only because you did on the text, my husband. Um, sorry about that, my husband. If I'm kind of, you know, in a bit of a thing with my money mindset and he tries to talk about it, there's nothing that he can do to help me because I need to work through that on my own and sometimes he's too close to it to to kind of help us with it and it would just be frustrating so I think kind of asking really good questions like what is it you're struggling with so rather than telling and again that's a really like coachy thing we don't tell anyone what to do we ask the questions so they can see what's going on for themselves so what are you struggling with like what's the outcome that you want And if you can see that they're getting frustrated, then you kind of step back from the situation. So hopefully that helps. Do you only work with people who have anxiety issues? Um, No. Any issues, mindset blocks, limiting beliefs, um, people who know they are sabotaging 
their manifestations, people who've got career goals, like it's not just anxiety, but what it comes down to is, is that if you've got a goal and you're not able to achieve it, then that's when people kind of source me. It just just so happens that actually most of the time when we feel like we're not good enough or we're not achieving the thing that we want, it causes us anxiety. Is your work talk therapy? Do you use other techniques? So my unbreakable mindset is my own therapy that I have pulled together from a framework where I have learned um, and studied NLP, um, acceptance and commitment therapies, performance development, coaching techniques, leadership skills. Like there's so many things that have been brought in from a modality point of view underneath my unbreakable mindset um, umbrella but to be honest with you more than anything it's the tools that I've developed when I've seen clients over the years but also what I've needed on my journey to get me from where I was to where I needed to be so it's not it's definitely not just talking therapy because talking about something does very little it's about the actions that you're going to take around that and the only way you can take action is if you're overcoming the mindset block so it's kind of all connected yeah so it's never I always say to clients when they come to work with me it's never really about what we do in session it's about what you will do outside of the session that's going to make the biggest difference because if all they did was come have a chat offload and then went about their normal week nothing changes because nothing's changing but if we talk about what actions they might need to take what they might, what, you know, what high performance skills I can help them put in place to overcome overwhelm or remove procrastination or committing to me certain actions that they're going to take towards the thing that they're wanting to do. That's when change happens. But it could also be a really simple kind of technique on how to recorrect the, the thought pattern. Yeah, so there's loads of tools in there, but it's definitely not just talking therapy. There, it is a lot about action. It's about how we change our mindset to overcome the things that we're struggling with. Because a lot of the time, our subconscious is telling us one thing, whether we worry what other people think, whether we fear failure, etc. And that is a core part of the mindset work that we'll work on for clients to be able to achieve their goals. But as an overall, it is that unbreakable mindset. Like I know I have an unbreakable mindset. There's nothing that can break me. And that is because I've got the skill set to be able to put into place anything that might, uh, might trigger me. So I hope that helps. There were so many questions on that one um, that I want to make sure I did answer them all. And going back to that, if anyone has any more questions for the podcast, oh my God, please get in touch. And if I've missed anyone out, I don't think I have because I have been quite organized. If you've sent a question and I've tried to write it down in my little notebook to get back to everyone. Um, but that's it now. I think I'm all done out of questions. But if you do have one, please do drop me um, a DM. If anything that I've said has resonated, I am always available to speak to um, on Instagram, direct message, or if you want to book in a consultation, you absolutely can. I also have um, on the 29th of September, I have a free masterclass 
that you can sign up for that I talked about last week where I'm going to tell you how you can become a coach in less than five months with zero experience. So if you do have a desire to help people, if it's something that you've thought about, even if you're thinking, oh my God, but I need to overcome my insecurities first, please join because I'm going to answer all of that in the masterclass and the link will be in the show notes but it is also all over my socials if you go to instagram there will be a link in the bio as well have a great week everyone it has been a joy catching up with you Thank you so much for listening to the Unbreakable Mindset podcast with me, your host, Jude Daunt. If you have enjoyed this episode, then please do share with others. And it would mean a huge deal to me if you would rate, review, follow and subscribe on your podcast app. This will allow the podcast to keep growing and going to new audiences. And if you want to know all the ways in which you can work with me directly, please visit judedaunt.com coaching.co.uk the links will be in the show notes i'm a sushi chef i also happen to be a cat how'd i get here adobe photoshop it turned a cute kitty like me into a sashimi master and it can make your images look amazing too in just a few clicks you can replace a boring background swap out a so-so sky and remove distractions like people and power lines With Photoshop, everyone can. I love playing with this mouse. Click or tap the banner to visit Photoshop.com and pounce on your free trial today.